Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. I'm Lewis, and I am with Mark. Welcome, Mark. Woo! Woo! So, um, I was just telling you a moment ago that we're going to get straight to the point. We're going to cut to the chase. We are not going to beat around the bush today. So oh, amazing! So many expressions. <laughs> Mark, what are we going to be speaking about today? What is the topic of today's podcast? Today we're going to talk about transport. Lovely, interesting, thought-provoking. Could be, could be. So, um, first question, Mark: How often do you travel using public transport? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well. Listeners will know that I live in Galicia, in Coruña, and the public transport in Coruña is not great. It's、okay. not fantastic,、um, but sometimes it's important to take public transport because, as everybody knows, it rains a lot, and you can't always walk around without getting very wet, without getting soaked. So, maybe once. Every two weeks, every other week, maybe.、Mm-hmm. I get、And、a bus. A bus. Do you ever get? Is there a tram or a train or an underground in Coruña? No underground. There used to be a tram, but they removed it, unfortunately. So yeah, it's not very varied. Not very. There's not many options for public transport. There is, like in many cities. Uh, a bike scheme where、mm-hmm. you can rent a public bike. Is that like Sevisi in Sevilla? It would be like Sevisi in in Sevilla. I think it's called Bici Coruña, and they have these bikes, and you have a code, and you can take out a bike for a period of time. And the bikes they have, some of them are electric bikes, so you、I、have、can't. a little, a little motor to help you get up those those hills, those slopes. That you so people are, are speeding around the city with their electric bikes. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit dangerous sometimes because they normally ride on the pavements where people walk, and oof, in the UK this is a big no-no. You can't do that. Absolutely not. And、uh, another big no-no,、uh, and a kind of topic of conversation nowadays with public transport is electric scooters,、um, mm. because they're everywhere. In particular,、uh, in Brussels,、uh, I see so many electric scooters, which are sometimes parked responsibly, and other times they are just kind of thrown down on the floor in a big pile. It's a mess, and. People have an application. They will log into their account. Then they will rent one of these electric scooters, and then they'll be speeding around the city. Sometimes on the road, sometimes on the pavement, and it's a little bit dangerous. It can be a hazard that if people are using it and going so quickly, and then normal pedestrians who are having a little bit of a walk around the city. If they don't look left and right, they could get hit by somebody speeding on an electric scooter. What's the solution, Lewis? What do you think? Where do they belong? 
It's a tough question because I'm an advocate for these electric scooters. I think it's better to have uh, this kind of means of transport that and bikes rather than everybody using their cars. Uh, I think it's better for the environment. It feels kind of cool whenever you take an electric scooter. But maybe we need a separate lane or maybe the electric scooters should always be with bikes. I'm not the man to ask, I'm afraid, but I'd say basically pedestrians, if you're walking around the city, look both ways, make sure you are <laughs> alert. If you're listening to music, stay alert, be aware, because you never know what might be in front of you, behind you, to your right or to your left. So in Brussels, are there bike lanes? Are there places where bikes can travel independently of people, pedestrians, or cars? There are, but I don't think the bike lanes are as well managed and uh, established as they are in Sevilla. So in Seville, I think one of the big pluses, one of the big advantages is that there are bike lanes which cover the whole city, and it's quite clear the difference between the bike lane and the normal mm, car lanes. Uh, so that's one big positive about Sevilla. Also, the fact that Sevilla is such a flat city, so it kind of lends itself to cycling. That's true. I think I heard it's one of the most extensive bike lane systems in, in Europe. Impressive, right? Yeah, very impressive. Anyway, Lewis, what's what's your favorite means of transport? How do you like to get around? Um, if it's short distance, uh, I do like just walking, um, but that doesn't really count. So uh, I like electric scooters. I prefer cycling because then I feel like I'm also doing some exercise. So maybe I don't need to go to the gym. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I love trains. I think trains are so comfortable. Um, there's not like turbulence that you have of when you are on a plane and usually they are on time. So for me, trains are number one, the best means of transport. I'm with you there. I think. You're with me? It's you such, agree? I agree with you. It's such a nice place to to sit there, watch the landscape pass by and and have a think or have a read it's a relaxing space for me exactly and um something's just come to mind which uh is not a famous quote but a quote that i will bring up i will introduce in conversation a lot with Ooh. my girlfriend because uh, i remember uh, we were traveling together from maybe seville to madrid and there was an elderly couple sat next to us uh -huh. And I remember overhearing their conversation and the elderly were man... You, were you eavesdropping, Lewis? A little bit. Maybe listening not... to someone else's conversation? Maybe not eavesdropping, but I just overheard it because they were speaking very loud. Maybe wow. they're getting a little bit deaf. You know, they were like 60, <laughs> 70 years old. All right, I understand. So but what did they say? I heard the elderly man saying like, Ah, that's beautiful. The countryside. It's beautiful to look at, but not to live. In Spanish, like, muy bonito para verlo, no para vivirlo. <laughs> and I agree. And this happened on a train because he was looking out. 
enjoying the sights. And it's a nice, a nice experience. You can't do that if you are driving and you're a little bit stressed and in, in traffic. So old man, he was right, in my opinion. With age comes wisdom, I think. <laughs> now, uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. So Go on. Um, I mentioned flying. Are you, are you afraid of flying in any way? Or do you get nervous before getting a plane or train or bus or car? Um, I'm not usually nervous about most means of transport. But yeah, I am what some people call a nervous flyer. I I will fly anywhere because I love to travel. But it's true that when the plane takes off, and we start the journey, this is a little bit nerve-wracking, nerve-gangling. You get some turbulence, there's a lot of noise, and yeah, I, I, I don't feel very comfortable in this moment. What about you? I think I'm with you there. More recently, I've started to maybe not think about it so much, and uh, even the flight I last took uh, coming to Seville from home, from England, it was a little bit bumpy. Uh, there was some turbulence, but to be honest, I didn't worry about it. I didn't care too much. I was listening to my music, and time flew. Oh, time flies <laughs> when you're on a plane. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, but no, uh, I used to be a little bit scared of flying, but now I think I've got over this fear. Excellent. Looking ahead to the future... We mentioned electric uh, scooters. Um, what about electric vehicles or self-driving vehicles? Mark, how do you think the world of transport might change and evolve in the years to come? You've opened a can of worms there. I know. This is the Pandora's box of, of questions. It sure have. Um, self-driving vehicles, I think they are here to stay i think the technology is advancing quickly enough that within five to ten years we could be realistically looking at uh, self-driving cars which are affordable for everyday people more or less and yeah what what a world what a time to be alive to see these changes but there are many trains, trams, underground systems that are self-driving. In London, there is an entire line which doesn't have a driver. It's just a robot taking people around. So this is the logical progression, no? What do you think? I guess so. It's interesting thinking about maybe 30 years ago, 40 years ago, what people predicted for the future, and now what is actually happening in the world of transport. And uh, I say that because on Sunday, I did a little marathon of Back to the Future. So <gasps> I watched Back to the Future, the first one film of, and the second film. It's, it's One of my favorites, Lewis, I have to say. It's... A timeless classic. Um, and it's interesting. Liter literally timeless. It is timeless, exactly. <laughs> it's interesting that uh, the predictions they made for the future were that you'd have uh, hovering uh, skateboards and you'd have uh, flying vehicles. But 
now were, were past the point in which they got to in the future. They, they went to uh, 2015. Now it's almost 10 years That's after right. that. And we don't have flying cars. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> All these things that we were promised. Where are the hoverboards? Where are the flying cars? Um, I think road travel is dangerous enough. Can you imagine the the requirements allowing ordinary people to fly vehicles? It sounds ridiculous to me. Uh, it's difficult enough to pass a driving test, let alone a flying test. Yeah, I guess you've got a point. It would just be too chaotic. It would be mayhem. It would be madness and chaos. So it's probably for the best. Absolutely. But who knows? Maybe in 30 years, we will have these flying vehicles. <laughs> hope so. Fingers crossed. Uh, uh, an aging Lewis will be there flying around in a... In a Subaru. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, let's call it a day there. Let's end it for there. Um, we've had a nice little chat about different means of transport uh, right now and uh, in the future. And please, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast. And let us know, what are your predictions for transport in the future? In the next 10, 20, 30 years, do you think we will have flying cars? Lewis is obsessed with the flying cars. Come on, flying cars. You can do it. Now hold but on. No. <laughs> That'll do. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for listening. And do not forget to teachify your life. Absolutely. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.